Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. We are glad to be here today. Uh, here, of course, with my very favorite diversity hire, uh, producer Andrea, who is, uh, is today, uh, what, what race and gender are you today? Oh, yay, we get to choose a new one. Yeah, well, well, I mean, it's a day that ends in Y, and I just, yeah. you know, maybe you're the same. You can be the same. It's whatever you want. Well, identify. do you remember what I was last time? I think. I think you were pregnant Asian man who had an abortion or something yesterday. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember for sure. Mm-hmm. You change, you change frequently. Uh, yeah, I mean, even remember. Well, diversity, uh, I have to be a diversity hire. I want to make sure that we get our bang for our buck out of this, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, you know, and the, the thing about it is, is we all have to understand that, that it's not, uh, you know, the fact that you, you know, biologically and physically appear to be uh, a white female. Uh, it, that really has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's just what you believe, your truth. If your exactly. truth... Well, yeah, you can choose to be anything. And I think you can change it as frequently as I do, which is, is fun. That, what, a, what a wonderful world we live in, right? That's great. It's great. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if uh, if I apply for government benefits yeah. or uh, you know, to get into one of these schools that are still fighting for affirmative action, things like that. I wonder if I could do that. Uh, and then get all the benefits. Uh, yeah, I mean. Well, I mean, I we have the transvestite. Didn't we have the transvestite? Uh, where? What school was he at? Where he got into the sorority? But he was like. Oh six yeah, foot, yeah. He was like six foot, three hundred and something pounds, like yeah. like offensive yeah. lineman. And those body. those. And he was hanging out in the Texas showers. Girls didn't like. They felt like he like that mm-hmm. guy who identified as a girl might be you know, somehow physically a threat to them just because well, he, he was, was you physically, know, he was physically attracted to them many times. That yeah. That's, yeah. And it was easy to see yeah. in the shower, right? Exactly. Um, you know, they when he's standing the there staring at them in the yes. shower because he's got issues. Um, I mean, if he can get into a sorority, then I would think that you or I should be able to get into some sort of school for yeah. Asian pregnant men, right? I, well, <laughs> Whatever I, my pronouns are today, I should get some sort of benefit for my pronouns. You know what I'm thinking? I think what you know what we really need to do is we need to establish residence in San Francisco and Absolutely. go for reparations. Absolutely. Because I think so, they're paying reparations. Can we get reparations? We should. As long I, as you I, identify as such, absolutely. Yeah, I got to see what they're uh, offering reparations for, but I, I definitely deserve mm-hmm. reparations because I identify as mm-hmm. whatever it is that gets reparations. Um, so that's that's certain. I think that's okay. Um, th- this will be our business plan for the next year. Let's let's. Uh, it'll it'll make us more money and probably benefit us more than you know doing this whole patriot thing we've been doing. Yeah. I mean, let's get that government you know help as yeah. much as we can. Those flesh bars. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the way to go. Seems like the way to go. Um, yeah. Well, um, so I was thinking about today, and I was thinking about what to talk about. And, yeah, you know, I'm reading through, and I saw a couple stories that seem kind of unrelated, but I think are very related. And uh, it's something that it's it's political. It's very much political maneuvering and political trickery, and something I really want to draw attention to, right? So we're going to start out with this. we got a headline. Democracy dies in darkness. Dems overwhelmingly big uh, back 
are back big tech government censorship, according to this poll, right? So let's go through this article a little bit because we want to talk. I mean, we all know that the Democrats like censorship and like tyranny and like everything that's basically socialist, communist, uh, you know, dictatorship type stuff. They love that. They love the CCP. Uh, well, I think they're owned by it. But uh, when we look, look at this article here, it's a, you know, Americans have come to realize that being online can mean your speech rights are curtailed. And that that is absolutely true. So these guys did a poll on it. Uh, so they took a poll from November 1st through 3rd and asked 1,400 respondents the following question. Do you approve or disapprove of big tech companies working with federal agencies to engage in online censorship? Uh, according to the article, the answer uh, for most people is negative. Of those responded, uh, 43% they say, uh, 43% say they either disapproved of government large tech and social media firms cooperating with each other to curb American speech strongly or somewhat. Now, the fact that it's only 43% to me is striking. Okay, only 43% of the poll say that they either strongly or somewhat disapprove of this. So less than 50% of the, the poll, those polled have an issue with being censored. That's mind-blowing and terrifying, folks. Um, by comparison, 36% say they approve of it strongly or somewhat. Uh, a significantly large group, 22% say not sure. So 36% of people say they're okay with the government working with big tech to censor uh, free speech. This is the antithesis of our nation's founding. And folks, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, if you're in that 43% with me, this is something that we'll die for. This is something we'll stand on. I'm sorry. At no point in my life will I stand for or tolerate on any level censorship. Right now, I'm fighting against it. I will continue to fight against it. And no matter what happens, we'll fight against it hard. The question will be, you know, what do we have to do and how do we have to do it? But I can assure you that at no point am I going to be okay with censorship. Uh, yeah, it's a line in the sand, right? That's the purpose of the Second Amendment, FYI. So for you 36% of weak-kneed, wussy, limp-dick cowards that want to tell me that it's okay to censor us, I hope you're ready to fight for it as hard as I am. Anyways, uh, now... This is really, really shocking. And the story then goes on to break this down. So when we break this down further, one of the things that's critical is, quote, Democrats overwhelmingly approve of big tech and government censoring content. 57% approve and only 25% disapprove. 57% of Democrats are okay with that. So here's the problem. This tells you how stupid Democrats are. And I don't know what else to say about it because they say they approve of it. But let me ask you Democrats this. What if they censored your LGBTQ flags? What if they censored your Ukrainian nonsense? What if they censored what the things that you care about? See, these people haven't thought it through. And this is the nature of Democrats. They're so stupid that they don't think it through. Th these people are stupid. I'd love to tell you, if you believe in censorship, if you will believe it in any way, shape, or form, it's only because you're an idiot. Because you only agree with it because you see it just being used on one side. 
if we did the same thing, if people who believe like I do did the same thing, you would most certainly have an issue with it. You know, what if we arrested every single person who protested for George Floyd? What if we arrested every single person who, who went to any of these protests, BLM, uh, the pro-Hamas? To, uh, what if we arrested them? What if we said, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to protest for Hamas? See, these guys think that it's okay because they're just talking about censoring us. But the reality is, is I don't think censorship's at okay in any way, shape, or form. If you want to wave your stupid LGBTQ flag, go for it, brother. It's your right. I may disagree with you, but I have the right to disagree with you, just like you have the right to be an idiot. What you don't have the right to do is tell me what I can say and what you can say. We can say whatever we want, and you can believe in what you believe in no matter how stupid it is. And you can even think that what I believe in is stupid. But Democrats are too dumb to actually see what's happening because they're, they've been brainwashed. This is the nature of tyranny, right? They teach you groupthink. They teach you to, to be a mind-numbed robot. They teach you to follow. They don't want you to think for yourself. And I'm sorry for any Democrats that are listening that are offended. I'm, I'm sure there's at least two. Uh, I don't, I, I'm guessing I don't have a huge uh, leftist contingent of people that follow me. But here's the, here's the thing, though. Censorship doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's doing it. It's still wrong. We either have free speech or we don't, right? We either got it or we don't. And this is foundational. Now, Republicans, the opposite, they get only 26% of Republicans approve of government censorship and 54% disapprove. Now, uh, independents approve only 21% and disapprove 52%. Here's the problem. 26% of Republicans are okay with this. They're not Republicans, folks. If you're okay with this, you're not a Republican. You're, I don't, you're an idiot. You're not you're an American. An, Our, no. Read the Constitution. It says it in plain language in our Constitution. Our founding fathers risked everything. The amount of people who died fighting for our freedoms. Yeah. They died so that each of us were created equal, fair well, let, and equal, liberty. Well, let me make <laughs> I this mean, it's argument. Just, it's baffling. Let me make this argument. You're spitting in the eye of Martin Luther King. Exactly. Do you think, do you Democrat morons that think that this is okay, do you think that Martin Luther King would have been able to march and do the things that he did but for free speech? Do you think that the, the racist Democrats that ran the South back in those days uh, that, that wanted MLK to be put in jail, do you think that they wouldn't have arrested him or put him away or did whatever they had to if they had the power to? The only thing that allowed the civil rights mo uh, movement to occur, and praise God that it did, was that MLK had the right to speak. He had the right to put, uh, to put this out there. The only reason that we were able to end the racism that we had in this country was because we had people who were able to speak and to show that this is stupid and awful. These Democrats, but if their if their policies were if this was okay, we'd still have segregation. We'd still there'd be no there'd be no suffrage. Women would still not be voting. You think? I mean, do you, go back twenty years ago. For those of us, you know, I mean, I can remember this. 20 years ago, when we started, you know, trying to, uh, when, uh, you know, it used to be when we were growing up, there were all sorts of slurs used to describe gay people, right? If you were gay, it was, it was, you were described in derogatory terms almost universally. 
but for the fact that we were able to talk about this and humanize, we couldn't have overcome that. That was a mistake, right? That was a mistake. No one should be treated horribly. No one should be treated meanly just because of, you know, I may not like the LGBTQ agenda and them pushing it on us, but I don't hate people. We have no right to hate people. That's God's job to judge people. You know, I mean, we can't overcome wrongs if we can't talk about them. And the only people that want to stop us from talking are people who want to do things that are evil and make sure that they don't know about it, right? So as we go through this, you know, this is mind-blowing. Men favor the government because men are a bunch of pussies. We have lo- I've never seen anything like it. Men have become so weak-kneed, wussy, spineless cowards. It's sickening. Uh, 47% approve and only 40% disapprove on men. Women actually only have 25% approval and 46 disapproving. So, hey, you pussy men that are out there trying to show off so you can pick up a chick. And that's pretty much how every college-age boy that's out there trying to show how woke he is. Uh, here's a news flash. The girls don't like it. Uh, they would like you to actually have testicles. Try it. Try it for a minute. You might get a date. Uh, anyways, God. Uh, am, am I being politically incorrect or insensitive here? I mean, of course not. You would never do that. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure. Um, mm-hmm. We're very concerned what, with being politically correct on this show. I'm, I, I might be on a time. This really irks me. Mm-hmm. This is shy. This to me, um, it's un-American. It's just un-American. It goes against everything that our country was founded on. Everything. I mean, the reason why we have states, the reasons why we do local and stateside government, and we let communities largely vote again. It's a republic vote for varying different ways that they want to run their community. Is that's what our founders wanted? You know, you can live in a liberal city and love it. You can live in, a, in a, a red rural area and love it. That's what our country is founded on. But you cannot force and you cannot treat people unfairly because we are all supposed to be treated equal. It, it's Well, the thing is, is you can treat people unequally and get away with it if you can justify it and have your weak justifications be, be uh, burdened by the, the censorship complex, right? And that's kind of what happens here, right? And, 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 that's, and that's how all Marxism and, and, and totalitarianism starts with is it's the censorship. I mean, go back to World War II, go back to the Nazi agenda and see how it's alive and well. I have never had anything against the LGBTQ community my entire life. I mean, I grew up near no. San Francisco. I, my, my, my mother and my aunt, they ran hair salons. I had, you know, most of my babysitters and a lot of our family friends growing up were outwardly homosexual people that were like family members to me. I've never had any bias or prejudice and there. who cares? So the, who cares? But me, me being a conservative, I get classified as, you know, maybe being, you know, against them just for that. That's not it. It, like you said, it's an agenda. Marxism and some of that philosophy and agenda is so clear as day being infiltrated into a community that it used to not be that way. That community was all about, just let us be, let love yeah. <laughs> live, right? I yeah. want to let it be. What what you've now taken on is now there's this Marxism thing, same with the BLM. Of course, Black Lives Matter. 
but that but but it went into a Marxist. But, but then it's thing. racist to say that other that you know, Hispanic lives matter. Exactly. Or so, Asian so, lives so matter. Because I know because I because the only thing that I really want to fight and what I hate in this this world is the communist agenda, the Marxism. When I see it infiltrating and hijacking a movement that was supposed to be meant for the opposite, I'm going to call it out. That's what's happening here. They're yep. trying to say that censorship to some degree can be good and should be there because, you know, the government has, has our, our best interests. The government needs to be able to stop dangerous disinformation. No, no, yeah. that is Marxism. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really something it's, you know, and meanwhile, the, the report goes on, they talk about DHS, by the way, department of Homeland security. Let's be real clear what this is, since I don't think I've I don't think I've pissed them off recently. So I need to I need to be real clear on this. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security, through the Patriot Act, essentially became the CIA, the domestic branch of the CIA. Okay, so their job is to basically harass and oversee and do whatever they can domestically, and and they frequently, uh, you know, because of the you know, we took the walls down between the different uh, intelligence agencies and intelligence community. You know, we've basically let the, the CIA run amok with the Patriot Act. And so they have their hands into everything now. And, uh, you know, DHS is their, their domestic branch. And so we have the intel agencies running, uh, uh, running all over the place, doing all these things, you know, whether it be domestically or elsewhere. And, uh, you know, a lot of blurry gray areas, you know, and, and I've had to look into this extensively, right? Because as I've looked into this, you know, what I've found is that you have, uh, with COVID, you know, we found out the, the DIA, DOD, CIA involvement in all of this. And I had to start looking into some of the law and how the law works and allows the funding to flow. So you see that their hand into everything essentially now. Uh, and that's all through the Patriot Act nonsense that we did. Uh, thank you, 9-11. And you know, at the time, I... I sadly, and I have to admit, uh, I didn't oppose this stuff. I was asleep at the wheel. So, anyways, yeah, the, uh, this this is horrific. And of course, we got the Stanford crew that is really behind coordinating uh, a lot of this stuff. And for those of you that don't know, you can look into the Stanford group. Uh, Stanford's got their uh, their uh, their their little center there at the university where they essentially identify and work with other government agencies to facilitate censorship. Now, uh, coincidentally, the, the head of that group is tied directly in with the CIA. And I know that that's a coincidence. None of this is obviously related to any, uh, you know, uh, anything that's being ran against the American public. It's not like the CIA would be working against the American public in any way, shape or form. That would just be conspiracy theory. But uh, it's interesting that everywhere I find someone that's doing something that's anti-American, they always seem to have CIA ties. And, and so. the Nazis, I don't think there was any type of a, 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 there was never a Nazi influence on our CIA, right? That never no, happened. definitely not. Mm -hmm. Operation Paperclip did everything it could to keep any yeah. Nazi influence as far away as possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fact that the CIA and our intelligence community is so transparent about their inner workings is very much, uh, it gives you a lot of comfort. So Absolutely. Um, Hey, by the way, we got to push. We got to push stuff. So support the Tom Ren Show, America Out Loud Network. Support us on Rumble and on Twitter. We, you know, we go as uh, go there every day or as often as we can, and uh, you know, get it shared out there. We usually try and get going sometime during the noon hour, 
Uh, sometimes we're a little late. Sometimes we're, it's usually it's usually producer Andrew's fault. She uh, she she's usually uh, giving me so much work to do that that I just sometimes can't get ready in time. Um, Either that or I might get distracted. One of the two. But uh, support the Tom Renz Show, Tom, all of our stuff. Go to TomRenz.com. Um, we have two things that I'm going to ask you to do today. Everything we're doing is self-funded. If you support us, we can keep doing it. Going down, doing hearings. Um, I, got, I just got invited for some more testimony coming up. Um, I got some more different things. We're pushing on legislation in several different states. We're working on a bunch of different things. We are working our tails off to get this stuff done to fight for freedom. We're working on. Uh, we we're, had some talks. Uh, we're, this morning we had talks on another major piece of litigation, a huge case, totally different thing. Nobody would be expecting it. I'm excited about it. We need your help. A lot of this is self-funded. We fund it with donations. We fund it with this. So go to tomrens.com or go to the Rens Law Give Send Go. Second thing we need you to do is buy our books. CBDCs, Why They Matter, and Other Essays, and Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and Other Essays, the 404 series. Uh, we've got a bunch more of those books coming out. We're working on a bunch more stuff. It's going to be a whole slew of things happening. This stuff is critical. We've got to get this information out. We've got to get it to the right people. We've got to get it to the right places. This is so important. The data and the information we got there, it's, it's very short booklets, very short. You can read them in 10, 15, 20 minutes. They're essays. They're a series of essays. They're designed to give you overviews, talking points, things that you can use. Uh, just grab these books, support us, and all that we're doing. The pandemic may be over for some. But millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. 
Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. So, uh, I just had an idea I wanted to run past you quickly. Well, I love your I'm, ideas. I'm on the the Rumble chat right now, so anyone who's watching on Rumble can uh, chat with us a little bit and possibly awesome. ask questions, and I'll, I'll I'll pose them to to Mr. Renz here. But um, Nate Nampa Nate was talking about how it's really hard to really figure out those pronouns. I mean, we could going forward like maybe have the audience pick our pronouns or my pronouns, right? Because I get to choose yeah. every day. Yeah. yeah. So diversity hire Andrea. The yeah, fans well, can choose my identity and pronouns basically every day. And then we can see kind of what maybe we can even discuss what kind of benefits I might be able to get from the government. I love that. each pronoun. Yeah. Yeah. Pronouns no, really are like calculus, you know, they really confuse me. I, they make they make my brain hurt. I don't well, even know what's accepted anymore. Like if you identify as a furry, what kind of pronouns do they use? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking dumbass. I, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? That that was so wrong. Um, I, I definitely uh, should not have said that. Um, mm -hmm. that, that might, someone might have taken that as mean. I wouldn't no, want that to happen. You're never mean. No, it would hurt my feelings if anybody thought I was mean. Um, anyways, uh, what did Rush say? A cute, a cute little ball of fuzz or something? Yeah, Rush. God, God, God rest his soul. I miss Rush. The king. Yeah, yeah. Truly, truly was the goat. Uh, truly was. Anyways, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. If anybody's got pronouns for for Andrea or any of us, you know, just let us know. We're, we'll we'll go with it. I mean, she could be a he or a it or a I don't know farm animal. I guess I don't know whatever. Whatever. Um. Just be nice. They're important. They're important to have organized in today's society, especially when yeah. applying for jobs. I've, I've heard that like you won't get a job unless you really know what your pronouns are on your resume, which that's. I, is, is it an appropriate pronoun? I mean, can we go with it? I think it might be. I think is everything that, is, that is accepted, right? Is everything accepted? I don't know. It seems like they accept everything. If they don't, I don't know what would be off off limits, to be honest, mm -hmm. at this point. So, um, well, so I want to I want to play this. Okay, so this is uh, we talked about we're talking about censorship, right? And it's the rhinos that benefit from censorship. Now, I want to. I'm just going to play this here. Let's let's look and see what this does. This oh, trick will man. save you thousands of dollars on high energy bills. 
alarmed by gas shortages and high energy costs. Any other counties that, that this happened in where they were concerned about certifying but felt compelled or forced to? Yes, I was told by many counties that they called, questioned the Secretary of State, and they were told to certify. Can you what? tell this committee how many counties? This is Georgia, by the way, folks. This is Georgia. This is about Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger and how uh, even though they're supposed to be Republicans, they actually actively helped the Democrats steal the election. So hold on here. That might be. I talked personally eight counties, and out of that, six said they were forced to certify. Can you one, explain what you mean by forced to certify? One county was 106 votes off, and the count and the Secretary of State's office told them they must certify that number. Another county, which was a small county, was 2.3 percent off. They were told they had to recertify. Another county was off. They questioned it. The Secretary of State said, "Upload your stuff. Let us look at it." They called them back and said, "Oh, we found a missing batch." and then the, they magically matched. That's what I was told. I have um, copies of the emails later on, whatever you need. And those people were willing to do an affidavit. Can you tell us what steps the Secretary of State took when they came down to Coffee County? When they came to Coffee County, uh, they came down on a Friday. They told them that that Thursday, I believe, it may have been late Wednesday that they were coming. Three um, people from the Secretary of State showed up with guns and badges and handcuffs and two Dominion Tech reps. They came with the intent of, in, of intimidation. Um, the, luckily, the uh, county attorney stayed with the supervisor so that she wasn't by herself. And um, basically, he said, you want a recount? We'll do a recount. There were no Democrats, no Republicans there to watch this recount. And he, this, the attorney uh, called to an area private school got a group of sophomores. They sat there and divided the, ba the ballots into 100 count batches, and they proceeded to scan them, and they wouldn't scan. The Dominion Tech ran into the problems that Coffee County ran into. The Dominion Tech sat on the floor for two hours with a manual trying to figure out why they couldn't get the machines to do what they needed to do. And Kathy, was the Secretary of State responsive or helpful during this process? No, sir. In fact, I even... Per okay. So what's the purpose of this? Why am I showing you this? Well, let me explain here, right? Uh, it ties in with this next article. Next article. Headline, morning briefing. Leftist attempts to destroy Elon Musk won't work in time for 2024. Okay. What do those two things have to do with each other? And what is this about censorship? Well, we know that the Democrats want censorship. We know that they hate free speech. They know that they want tyranny. We know what they want. We get it. We know who the Democrats are. Here's the problem. The Democrats are what they are, but it's the rhinos that need the censorship, right? Censorship has to be in place to control the Republican Party. Let's, the Uniparty is the key here, folks. The Democrats will never have enough support to control America until they've spent enough time stealing elections to argue that this is just a trend and that the elections should be this way, which will take quite a few cycles. They don't have even close to enough support to, to, uh, to do this. So the only way that the Democrats can steal America is for the Republicans to do nothing. 
So what they've done is they've infiltrated the Republican Party. Do you really think that Mitch McConnell or Mike DeWine or half of these these rhinos out there, do you really think that they're supporting any sort of a conservative platform? They can they support the same damn thing as the Democrats. Same thing. There are some very minor differences, but at the end of the day, those differences come down to which special interests are getting paid off more. They're not real and they're not authentic. So what we have is we've got a bunch of rhinos who pretend to be Republican, but don't. Let me give you an example in Ohio. Just had issue one, the abortion issue, which became a constitutional amendment in the state of Ohio. Why is that? Well, the Republican Party in Ohio, there were some Republicans that fought like hell on this. The people of Ohio didn't like this. But Mike DeWine and the Republican Party put up the worst defense on issue one that anybody's ever put up. They didn't stand behind this. There was no logic. To suggest that what they did was an accident is absurd. They lost on issue one because the Republican Party of Ohio sold out because it's ran by Democrats. They wanted to lose on that issue. It's what happened. Going back to that clip that I played, Raffensperger and uh, Brian Kemp, right? So those two guys, they literally fought tooth and nail to make sure that Donald Trump lost the presidential election. They fought against audits. I have a, one of my attorney friends lives in Georgia, and uh, his, his, uh, his wife, God rest her soul, she's passed since, was involved with election boards. Um, good people. We know what's going on in Georgia. Raffensperger and Kemp were actively taking steps to make sure that, that Trump lost. Same thing that's happened in, in a couple other, air quotes, Republican states, right? Uh, you've got to understand that what's occurring is the intentional destruction of the, of the Republican Party. Uh, the, may, the, the rhinos running the Republican Party would rather lose the Republican Party than to allow it to be MAGA because the people paying them are not Republicans. They're donors. These people, these are not conservatives. They're not MAGA. They're not America first. These people are Democrats in everything but name. So what's happening now is the control of speech, the censorship, is a necessary part of the Destroy America platform. It's an absolute. So guys like, can you imagine what would have happened in the 2022 election in Georgia if it had been widely reported that Kemp and Raffensperger were actually out there and actively assisting the Democrats? Can you imagine what would have happened if all these rhinos who were actively participating and in helping uh, the Democrats beat Trump across the country? Can you imagine if there was true reporting on that? Can you imagine if the reality of that got out? There would have been a bloodbath in the Republican Party, and there needed to be one. These Mitch McConnell rhinos, and make no mistake, Mitch McConnell is a major reason that the Republican Party is this way. He controls the funding. He's a politically evil monster. He's a backstabber. He's very connected. He controls the money with an iron fist. And if you stand against him, he comes after you. Uh, He may be a limp dick piece of crap on 90% of his life, But the one thing he will stand for is the Rhino Uniparty. 
uh, and Ukraine, right? So, so when we look at this, you've got to understand that for the for the country to continue moving left, we have to have censorship, and the number one beneficiaries of the censorship are the Republicans. That's why Jim Jordan can have another hearing and not do a damn thing. He won't support impeachment, but he will have another hearing because he can talk, 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 and everybody will hear about the talking. But when it comes time for him to vote McCarthy out of office, nothing happens. When it comes time for him to push and to beat up the, the rhinos who, are stand, who stood against the Mayorkas impeachment, no one's saying much. See, these guys love to talk, but you don't get stories on this. You don't get stories about the rhinos who are selling out. You don't hear this. It's censored. And when you talk about it, it gets covered up. And then the party says, well, you're disloyal to the party, so we're not going to back you. That's not true. The base of the Republican Party is MAGA. The base of the Republican Party is America first. The Republican Party is either the people who make it up or it's nothing. But this is the problem. The rhino wing of the Republican Party views itself as a nobility class that's above the rest of us. They want to control the party. They want to manage the party. This is their party, not your party. And that's where the problem is. But they can only maintain that control if we, they're able to allow the censorship, right? They would rather bitch about being censored than have it go away. They can get headlines for bitching about being censored. But what happens if it goes away is then people are going to see what they're doing and actually expect them to do something. This is why the censorship industrial complex continues. This is why no one's taking real steps to end it. This is why this, this nonsense is being allowed. But it's the most profound aspect of, of the fight that we're facing. And we're either going to overcome it or we're lost. So... Mm -hmm. And this is why our series is called the 404 series. Yes. Um, and this is why they try to make bills and legislation as complicated and convoluted and confusing as, as possible. And one thing that we discussed recently in, in relationship to the books is the reason why they're, we try to make them so simple and, and the reason why your, your bills and legislation that you help work on, you try to simplify them as, as they should be is we, the people feel so disconnected from the actual government processes and we shouldn't, it, we, it, it, it's a Republic. Our vote should count and matter. And we should know specifically what we're voting on. Unfortunately, a lot of the things that we vote on are, you know, 400, 500 page bills that are very confusing. And like we saw with Christine Ohm, you know, in South Dakota, she she was able to find um, the corruption within some of these bank bills that had the CBD language in it. And she even said yeah. a lot of our representatives here in the state probably didn't read that entire bill. None of them. Right. And, and thankfully, her and her people did. And they found the section that was corrupt and had to go. But that's what they do is they hide these evil pieces, these, you know, these to, to, to you know, um, to, to kind of do their mastermind plans under this very convoluted mess of, of, of confusing bills and legislation. That is censorship too. That's what they want us to be blinded and they don't want us to know what's going on. And they don't want someone like you to be able to reach the people we reach. I mean, point, point out to the audience how censored you've been. Oh, 
I mean, it's it's shocking, right? So, um, so for example, if I want to get out a story, uh, I can put a post out on Twitter. And one of the ways that you look on Twitter, and Twitter's by the way, Twitter's pretty good. I mean, they're they're far better free speech than than most of the other major platforms. Uh, Elon Musk has done a pretty good job, but he can't. You know, I mean, he's still got a bunch of leftists in there. And, uh, you know, I, so you can take, and I've posted on this before. If you go historically, if you go back in my posts and I got a lot of posts there, but if you go back, I've actually shown screenshots where you'll see a a post of Elon Musk next to a post of mine and they'll have an equal number of shares, an equal number of interactions. But when you look at views and you look at how many people are impressions, Elon Musk will have three or four times as many. Why is that? Well, it's because the the Twitter algorithm that they use to control his his uh, account facilitates him getting the maximum number of impressions and views as possible. On my account, it's it's to suppress the number of views and impressions I get as much as possible. So, I mean, we see that all the time. We've seen uh, we've seen live streams of of congressional testimony or state house testimony get censored. We've seen, yeah, I mean, they actually outright censored my testimony uh, a couple times on YouTube. I mean, everywhere we go, we're censored. We, you know, I had a group of my uh, my IT guys when they came on. I said, hey. You know, guys, I'm about as sensitive as anybody can be. And they're like, yeah, 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 because they do a lot of work for other patriots. Well, then they looked at it and they're like, oh, oh, you really are. You know, so, uh, I mean, every time I talk about DOD CIA involvement, which they are, they're involved with everything. That means this show will get half the views uh, unless you guys hit share, which I hope you are. But, you know, this is just the way it goes, right? So I put DOD or CIA in the hashtags. You can be assured that that tweet or that whatever is going to get throttled like you can't believe. No question about it. So, you know, the idea, the, the censorship is mind-blowing, but this is what has to happen for the rhinos to thrive. And uh, it's it's an unfortunate thing because, uh, you know, the rhinos, uh, they're only able to sell out because people don't know it. You exactly. Know? Uh, it's, I mean, even, even, even the better guys, the Jim Jordans and the Rand Pauls, who, despite the fact that I give them a lot of guff are better than a lot of other people, at least they're saying some of the right things and doing some hearings, but I mean, they get away with doing nothing because as long as they're getting the good press from talking about it, they're happy, but they don't do anything. You know, neither Rand Paul nor Jim Jordan showed up to Marjorie Taylor Greene's hearing on the COVID stuff. Where were they? Where was Rand Paul on that? Where was where was Jim Jordan? I mean, I, I didn't expect to see either of them, but isn't it interesting that they weren't there? What they, they didn't know and about when, it? And while these rhinos are, because you know, I, I I work in the campaign side of the political realm, while they're campaigning, you hear a lot of them say, I just gotta get in. Once I get in, you know, I kind of have to play this down the middle and I have to make sure I don't upset too many people. So that that way when I'm elected, once I get in, then I can actually start doing things. No, once you're in, you keep playing both sides. You you start listening to lobbyists and the special interests, you become completely paid off because you already, you know, got paid off when you were campaigning by even saying that in the first place. But then you know, they don't do anything. They say they're going to, they talk a big show. They say, once I'm elected and I'm in there, I'm going to do things. And then they don't do anything. And, and part of it is, you know, 
term limits and things like that, where they get, they, they want to stay in, but they stop listening to their constituents and they don't do anything that they promised they were going to do. I mean, how well, much big game have we heard from those people? Well, and this is why, you know, that third article about the leftist attempts to destroy Elon Musk, you know, they're trying to take him out. The only reason they're doing that is because he, you know, Musk, as he gets into Twitter and starts actually seeing what's going on, I don't know. I don't know Musk, right? Um, yeah, I have no idea. But, you know, he gets into Twitter and it seems like he starts getting a bit of a, a dose of truth as to how crappy things are and about all the lies that are happening. If you follow his tweets, he seems to have moved more towards the direction of truth. And that's one of the ironies to this whole thing is I'm not right or left. I'm just truth. I'm freedom. Absolutely. But Musk gets into Twitter, starts moving more towards truth, and now all of a sudden he's he's some sort of a bad guy and left ones take him out. And I agree uh, they are, with that article. They aren't going to be able to take him out before the 2024 election. Uh, but the problem is that look at what happens. Even if you're a global billionaire, you know, whatever, you still, uh, if you deviate from the plan, they want to take you out. And that's what's going on here. They want to take Twitter out. They want to take Musk out because... Uh, even though there's still censorship there. I mean, I'm still censored there. Uh, I've been waiting to set a, for them to review my subscription program for months, by the way, for months. They won't do it because they don't want me monetized. Uh, you know, someone said that they're not allowed to do that. But, you know, this is the kind of thing that, uh, you know, that we see all the time. You know, they, they still are going to go after Musk because he's letting too much truth out there. So... It's it's something. It, it's a disaster. I mean, we either we either uh, fight back against this or we lose everything. So we and I know I know we'll probably wrap up soon, but we do have someone asking about what happens after the hearings, and I just wanted you to touch real quickly, if you can, on lawfare and why we have this multiple pronged approach. We talk about you being involved in the political realm as far as helping some legislation get passed, and then we obviously know you're an attorney. And you try yeah. to follow lawsuits to fight for our freedoms. And then, you know, that other prong of lawfare is us doing this show and trying to educate um, and doing the PR kind of side of it, too. So so yeah. people are kind of saying what happens after these hearings, because just like the Jim Jordans, they look at what we do and they go, what's what's actually happening? What else do we do? And that's a great question. Right. Yeah. So this hearing was particularly valuable. Right. And the reason it was valuable is it isn't the 300th hearing on this. It's the first. Right. There's not been another hearing were a bunch of Congress people who said, hey, you can talk about vaccine injuries and you can be unrestricted. You can say whatever you want. That's the first time, to my knowledge, that that's happened. Um, they gave us a lot of latitude to say and do whatever we wanted to do. They didn't cut us off. They let us go into things. You know, We were able to get the truth out there on a massive scale, so it was a big deal. Um, the government can no longer say, and the COVID committee can no longer say that they didn't know about the DOD CIA involvement in this. They can no longer say that they didn't know about the DNA uh, contamination in the vaccines. They can no longer say that they didn't know about the DMED data. I mean, uh, you know, they said it was a glitch. Well, I, I countered that, right? So this was a very important hearing. Um, MTG has indicated she wants to have more hearings and is willing to look at passing legislation. She's put some amendments forth. What this does is this moves this mainstream, right? We've got to get this mainstream. Once it's mainstream, then we need to do more. Um, there's a process, right? So understand that the legal process, the lawfare process is this. We, we, do, we use strategic litigation. We push for legislation. 
and we uh, we educate the public. All three of those together. I don't care which one gets across the finish line first. I don't care if I file a lawsuit and uh, mine gets dismissed. The next lawyer files a similar lawsuit because he's inspired by it and he wins. Doesn't matter as long as we win our freedom. I don't care how it happens. Um, you know what we've done with this is we've forced. So the COVID committee was a corrupt institution from the beginning. They used the COVID committee as a means to uh, essentially put forth uh, a false narrative that they were actually investigating what was happening. We just put information there to try and force that committee into a real investigation. If they follow up on that, then we can start pushing for legislation and actual hearings, and it may open the door for on-record discussions that I can use to facilitate lawsuits. That's the goal here, right? So it, it's a workable thing. It's a good thing. And we're going to have to talk more about it. We're going to have to take a break here. Uh, but, you know, it's a very good thing. And we think we need to go more into lawfare. Maybe tomorrow we can get into that a little bit greater and explain and why. Tomorrow's you the holiday. Here. Tomorrow's the holiday and we'll do a special special oh, yeah. show yeah i think we're going to try and do a special mm -hmm. tomorrow uh just to give you guys something to look at other than uh you know leftist while you're, while you're in, the, in the kitchen yeah while you're in the kitchen cooking we'll uh yeah. we'll talk about real light-hearted things yeah. yeah yeah we're we're hoping we can get that done tomorrow i will see what happens but um so but in the meantime support the tom Renz show the america out loud network support tomrens.com we need everybody 20 bucks a month 20 bucks a month. If we can get 100,000 people to give 20 bucks a month, we can do lawfare on a national, if not international scale. We can really push this. It would be game changing. Less than 1% of America needs to help us. That's a small goal. I think we can get there. Buy the books, CBDCs, Why They Matter, and other essays. Uh, Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays. Both the 404 series. Look for more 404 series books coming up. It's going to be a lot of them. Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? 
The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Okay, everybody, welcome to the stack of stuff. Uh, you know, we're going to do a really short stack today. The show the show went very long, so we're doing a very short stack, uh, which is okay. I, I got in trouble the other day with my short stack because I, I, I called it, you know, a, a little people stack or something like that. Well, I got all sorts of hell over that. I got a boot out of it, though. Um, oh, and by the way, uh, I was told I don't know, like, I haven't got clarity on this. If, if anybody wants to tell Andrea, uh, producer Andrea, you can email her at media at tomrens.com. If you want to tell her, I'm trying, still trying to clarify. It seems to me that the politically correct term for little people is little people, not midget. I don't know. I, I'm actually not sure about this. So uh, no offense to any of the small people out there who, who uh, are, uh, well, are small. I, I appreciate you. Uh uh, it is what it is. So, but but it was the short people stack of stuff. How about that? Uh, short stack. I like it. Uh, anyways, okay, back in trouble again. See, when Andrea's not on, see what happens, folks. I get into trouble immediately. Uh, this is why, why we have our diversity hire, uh, to keep me out of trouble. Headline, New York Times finally admits to the harm done to children. Uh, and this is related to the lockdowns. And uh, this is the Brownstone Institute. I love the Brownstone Institute. Good people. Um, New York Times, right? Second paragraph of their story. The evidence is now in, and it is startling. The school closures that took 50 million children out of classrooms at the start of the pandemic may prove to be the most damaging disruption in the history of American education. It's, it also sent student progress in math and reading back by two decades and widened the achievement gap that separates poor and wealthy children. No kidding. No kidding. Geez, who would have thought that other than me? I mean, we did have it in lawsuits that were occurring, you know, in 2020, but yeah, well, you know, who cares, right? Uh, this is unbelievable. Uh, this is not startling. It's not new. And the fact that, that uh, here, let me read this. People often ask me, and even more so since this startling piece hit the digital airways, don't you feel redeemed? Hell no, I don't feel redeemed. I feel sad. What about these poor kids? What about these kids? I don't need redemption. I was right to begin with. I want to know what we're going to do with these poor kids who were destroyed by this. I don't need redemption. I didn't do this so everybody could say high fives. You're right. Folks, this is horrific. It's so sad. I, I just, yeah. You know, anyways, take a look at the article. It'll be in the show notes. 
Uh, you'll see it, but it's just, it's a good article, but really a sad thing. These guys knew it. They're just liars and crooks. All right. Headline, the Marvel's bombs at weekend box office after anti-woke backlash. Washington Examiner. So the Marvels, right? Uh, Disney's latest attempt to completely and totally destroy anything Marvel related. Uh, Well, you know, I mean, this is an interesting article because they talk a lot about uh, are people finally tired of superheroes? Are superhero movies failing, right? Why are they failing? Well, this isn't complicated. They're failing because no one wants woke bullcrap. They're not failing because people are people want superheroes. They need them. The world's going to hell. We want someone who can fight for justice. What we don't want is to quote South Park, to put a chick in it and make it gay. South Park, did anybody see that? Uh, the Pandaverse. It's great, 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 great. Show. Uh, hilarious. You should watch it. Uh, but that's what we don't want. This movie failed for that reason and that reason alone. Uh, Disney is trying to destroy everything good and we just don't want it. So anyways, uh, again, very short stack of stuff, folks. Uh, go to the Tom Renz, uh, uh, show on the America Out Loud Network. Support us there. Support TomRenz.com. Please, 20 bucks a month. Renz Law gives and go. 20 bucks a month. We're pushing hard. We've got to get that up. We've got to get the number of donors up because we've got to keep this fight up. The fight only works if we can afford to do it. We don't need much. We run leaner than any other ent- entity out there. There is no other law firm that's done more for less. There's no other media firm that's done more for less. We need your support. Buy the CBDC book, the Mod RNA book, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever they're sold, the 404 series. Thank you so much for your support. I'm so grateful for you all. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless.